The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. You're tuning in to Flawed and Fabulous. I'm Ash and I like to think we are all flawed, but we are also fucking fabulous. Welcome to episode three. You can dust it off and try again. Hello, Miss Courtney. Hello, Ash. How are you today? I'm good. How are you going? I'm good, thank you. Today we are talking all things habits, but especially habits in hard times. I feel like I could write a book on this one. One of the things people always say to me is, I don't know how you do it. And most of the time I shy away from the comment, but not today. Today I'm going to own it because I'm proud of how hard I've worked for my happiness because it hasn't been handed to me. It takes serious mental motivation to create good habits in hard times and choose joy. Full disclaimer, and I'm sure you all know by now that I'm far from perfect, so I do fall off the wagon, but I don't mind as long as I dust myself off and try again. The whole reason behind creating this podcast is to share with you how I'm engineering the the kind of life I want for myself and my family. It doesn't come easy, it comes by doing the work. The work includes identifying triggers, both positive and negative, staying consistent in my routine, and what keeps me motivated is the way that I feel. I am also going to share one of my biggest triggers I am currently facing and how I am honestly dealing with that. But before we get into that, we're going to do angel cards. Woohoo! All right, here are some angel cards we prepared earlier. (laughs) I know, I feel so weird now that we're doing it like that. But um, So we basically like flip them all and then we don't actually reveal the card until we're live on air. I'm going to have an extra shuffle because I hadn't picked mine out yet. But yours jumped out. Yeah, mine fell out. So I'm going to just go. Yeah. All right, reveal. Shower of abundance. To heal your financial situation, first give us your worries concerning money. We will guide you in order to show you how to create and accept abundance. As we work together, your financial situation will heal as fast as you allow. Okay, I didn't know I was in any financial issue, but maybe it's a sign of things to come, you know? Well, abundance doesn't necessarily have to be... Maybe it'll tell us in the extra This card is a sign that your prayers about finances have been heard and answered. The more you can listen to and follow your gut feelings right now, the quicker you'll experience improvements in your financial situation. Additional meanings for the card. The coins that you're finally you're finding lately are loving signs from your angels and departed loved ones. An unexpected financial windfall is coming to you. Love that for me. Given any financial fears to your, give any financial fears to your angels. Follow your guidance you receive as you could be answering your prayers for your finances. Abundance can take many forms, including more time, opportunities, or clear ideas. I mean, like I, we have had discussions about how I trying to um, be more independent with my money. Obviously, I have a business partner that's my brother, so everything's kind of tied up in like the business together. I don't have my own individual yeah. money, and we've had discussions. About that that I guess so maybe yeah. it is something that we independent are at. woman <laughs> you know, maybe my um, passion project that I played yes. is going to be a windfall there who you knows go. see who knows? good things are coming creative pro- um, project last week and now shower of abundance Ooh. um okay and I have got joy okay. <laughs> which is interesting because joy is going to pop up a lot today so joy is the highest energy of all it's the magical sense that everything is possible joy springs from appreciating the gifts within each moment joy allows you to attract and create your present and future moments at their highest possible levels 
And I opened the book right on Troy. That was very strange. Oh. Um, you drew this card as a reminder that your power comes from staying centered in a feeling of joy. Ask your angels for guidance about any changes you can make to bring more joy into your life and the lives of others. If you're feeling trapped or victimized in any way, the angels can ease your burdens. A joyful outlook brings the freedom you desire while your responsibilities are simultaneously met. Additional meanings for this card. Release or heal any parts of your life that aren't joyful. The answer to your question involves choosing the route that brings you the most joy Release fears while manifesting and instead focus on feeling the joy as if your desire was already a reality. Is the word root or route? I think like when you're always, taking like, I think it's like what route are you taking but then what is the root of the problem? Yeah, well like because it, it's the, the OU one. Well, that's route. Yeah, but then like I, know that I think root is not, I just really like American. Like routine is like, I don't even know. Yeah. It's very confusing. Well, anyway, so I don't know. Root or route? But that's I think you say it in different sentences. Right? Actually, yeah. I think there's a podcast I listen to that talk about this all the time. Like it's like Route 66. Yes. Well, because I watch Cars, which is a kids' <laughs> movie, and they're like, you know, always talking about it. And I'm like, but because it's American, I'm like, do we say route? <laughs> like instead, like tomato, I don't know. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, I know. Fully. Anyway, off track again. Specialty. <laughs> but I just wanted to clear it up because I feel I, weird saying root because we use that for other words and not that I specifically. Use that word because it's a bit gross. <laughs> okay, but like a child. Anywho, it's yeah. gross. <laughs> no, okay. Anywho. Okay, so let's get into habits. Yeah. What are habits made up of? Okay, so a habit is made up of three main things a trigger, a routine, and a reward. So, for example, for me, it would be like my trigger is I'm watching TV. So I need to have a snack. So that's the routine. Yep. So eating the so eating the chips or the whatever you're eating, that's the routine. That's the doing. Yep. So the trigger was me like I'm sitting down to watch TV, which yep. I associate with food now because when I was young, my parents would always do that. Yep. So that's how I grew up. So that's my, you know, my trigger. Routine is eating it and then the reward is like this chocolate is delicious. Yes. And it makes you feel good. And that's why at the end of the day and then slash then bad because yeah. <laughs> and I'm eating badly. And then afterwards you're like, where did that block of chocolate go? Like I oh can't God, find it. It's on my hips. <laughs> Actually speaking of chocolate, the other day we were eating chocolate on the couch and we were watching a movie with the kids and I sat on a dairy milk chocolate for possibly the whole movie. And when I got up, it flew out from under my butt and then I stepped on it in my sock and slid across the whole floor. And it was just a tiny one and there was so much chocolate everywhere That's that like I was like. a really like, bad like <laughs> consequence, isn't it, like what like, you did. And at first I thought the kids did it and I'm like, who did that? But I'm like, why is the chocolate melted? Like it's just been sitting in its wrapper in the tin. And I had been, warm butt. I, my warm butt for the whole of Little Rascals had been sitting on it. So, yeah, see, eating in front of the TV is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the main thing with habits, like good and bad, is that they have these triggers that sort of cause yeah. you to have – mostly I would say bad habits are really associated yeah, with negative like, well, triggers. I feel like trigger is almost like a negative word. So, yeah. But, you know, there's definitely a good and bad in everything. So when people – because the trigger is such like a hot word, I feel like everyone's like, oh, this triggers me. And you're yeah. like, okay, let's just downplay that a little bit. Like, well, even like for – you can – I guess you can have good if you think about it. Like for me, my, tri- my trigger is like sitting at my desk in the morning and then my routine is to do my morning gratitude mm-hmm. cards. So that's, I guess, like a Which good thing. And the reward is up for the day of work. Exactly. <laughs> so I guess they can be good ones. We're just associated with being bad, though. And if you're not really sure on what 
your habits are, whether they're good or bad, um, you can sit down and do like a little activity on, um, you know, do you know what you need to improve? Do you know how you were supposed to improve it? Do you know why you need to improve it? And do you know when you were supposed to improve it? So sometimes you might think that something that you're doing is completely fine and you're not really recognising that actually that is leading me to do bad things or that is actually leading me to do good things and knowing the difference between a good and bad habit. Yeah, and I think it's definitely all about that recognition because like even for me, we don't want to talk about isolation forever in our lives. But no, when we first we got into ISO, I noticed that I was feeling like down and worried and fearful and irritated. And I realized the trigger was the news. Yes. So it's about realizing like, hang on, I'm in this emotional state, whether it's good, bad, indifferent, whatever what actually triggered that and the habit was I would continue to check the news every morning. Mm-hmm. And like then that would feeding the beast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's about sort of recognizing that. So how how do you recognize triggers? To recognize them, they have five identifying um what do we call Features. them? Features. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, mm, what do I call those? So they are one, the time of day, two location, three emotional state, four people, five immediate preceding activity. Okay. So to break it down, <laughs> I'll do one, you do the other. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you do time of day. Well, you kind of just gave a time of day example with starting your day. Yeah. And how you, you know, sit at desk, do your cards. For me, um, location would be um, like a bad trigger would be sitting around a swimming pool. That's yes. something that makes me feel, um, you know, really anxious and I have flashbacks and then it usually puts me in a little bit of a um, mindset where I'm like, oh, I can feel like I need to like pet myself up or I'm like might think about, yeah, if it's like a social occasion, I might start drinking my wine a bit quicker and not realising that, you know, I'm going for going down that path. <laughs> True. <laughs> So I'm not really sure which one this fits into, maybe like emotional state. But for me, one of my really bad habits last year was that I would have this state, I guess, emotional state of like, if you want something done right, just do it yourself. Yeah. And I had a lot of new staff start last year and very little time to actually train them. So what I would actually find myself doing is if they weren't doing it right, I'd be like, oh, I'll just do it. And instead of not learning yeah exactly like why would they do it right I have never taught them to do it yeah so I kept having this um uh routine I guess of like just doing everything myself and then becoming resentful of my team because it's like well why can't they do it why do I have to do everything but it's like because you didn't teach them how to do it and you're not really giving them chance yeah exactly so after the cancer diagnosis in December I was like I can't run a business where you know who knows what's going to happen to me I could be sick and not go to work for some time I might not be here forever it's not sustainable to run a business that is growing with you doing every single part of it and not not teaching your staff so we had to dramatically change the way that I was as a manager the way we were running the business to try and make sure that we were setting up so if I wasn't at work the trains would still run on time you know and so that was kind of like me recognizing what I'm doing here is actually a really bad habit of me trying to do everything of everybody's job rather than teaching them to do it themselves. Yeah. Recognize that, and now we're and how is on that the straight and narrow? How is that? Yeah, how's that worked out? It's by? actually been really rewarding. Ooh, <laughs> look at the 
word placement in that. Yeah, I mean, like it's for wanting to teach someone something and then be able to do it and you're like, wow, that's great. Also, it's off my shoulders. That's also excellent. But I think that the team as a whole has grown closer through the process. Everyone is more confident in themselves because they now know how to do things. Like I'm not as resentful. Like it's, I have, I do, it's definitely a bad personality trait that I have that I become very resentful very easily when I haven't communicated to someone. Yeah what I'm after. I have these high expectations um, that people don't know exist. Brene Brown thing about painting the picture. Yeah, Like you have to give the whole picture to, sorry, the whole description of the picture for them to be able to fulfil the task, not just like touch on them and be like, nope. Don't worry, I'll paint it myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Brene does go into that a lot in this book that I just read of hers, Dare to Lead, yes. which is all about becoming a better leader. And um, really good book. Yeah, and We're there was talk a lot about that in another episode. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there was a lot of habits in there that she was talking about that were bad habits mm-hmm. um, for being a leader that I could see in myself. That I've definitely like made a lot of changes you know, since December, um, but everyone's still working on improving. You know what I mean? Like you've got yeah. to fix oh. those. It's a daily hustle, you know. Constant. (laughs) I'm a massive micromanager and it's hard to like, you know, get yourself. I'm just trying to change so many things. Pragmatic micromanager is like bloody every day is a new thing. (laughs) (laughs) The list just keeps on growing. No, but it's good. It's good that you are recognising those things and then putting in new procedures, new routines to um, deal with them. So I think that's amazing. And you have something for people, don't you? Yes. So one of the things that um, I've wanted to talk about on the podcast for a while and I haven't really gotten there yet um, and Eden is coming on the podcast soon. So I wanted to kind of touch on something with just you and I and then obviously when Eden's here we can elaborate that on a little bit more. But um, one of my biggest triggers that I'm facing at the moment would be – people or a person in particular Um, and it's one that I'm not really that proud of because um, it's kind of like it's taboo to talk about. It is taboo to talk about and it makes me feel like a shit human but um, I really really struggle with the whole stepmom vibe. Um, It's a lot harder than I expected. Um, It's kind of like a, a takes two to tango so it doesn't matter how much I tried if it's not being reciprocated whether that's um you know my version of love or my version of affection when you start a family with just a mom and a dad and then you build that's how you wanted it and then when you have a different circumstance where that family is no longer and then you try to build a new one um making room for new people little people, which for me, I didn't want any more children. I'm happy with two. So now I have three and that's three different personalities to juggle. And my boys are used to me. They grew up with me. My rules, my way, my crazy yelling. All the highway. <laughs> Pretty much. There's the door, kids. <laughs> um, and where um, Eden and his wife, they had a different way of like upbringing and um you know, uh, Eden's wife, Jess, she did pass away and um, that has created um, – they were really dependent on each other, Eden and Easton, um, when um, Jess passed away and that has created some emotional attention dependency. They both kind of were very dependent on each other. And so then when you stepped in there's like a jealousy 
Yeah, and I hate to use that word, but there really isn't another word. To when he's describe. a kid, he wouldn't even know that he's no, doing. No, and we all are human. We feel these feelings whether we're children or adults, um, and that's why we kind of enlisted Monique, who is um, our family therapist from Ritual Counseling. We've been seeing her, and like I was like, oh my god, we have to go and see a therapist. We've like been seeing each other for like six months. <laughs> like, how the fuck is this going to work out if we're already in therapy? We're supposed to be honeymooning. Isn't this I a know, honeymoon like, period? You had a partner that passed away. He had a partner that passed yeah. away. You've got these extra kids you're bringing along for the journey. That's a lot. I know. It is. And that's why sometimes I was a little bit, looking back, I was probably a little bit hard on the situation. But I also, you know, noticed that there were issues there that we couldn't sort out. Like Eden and I, our parents haven't passed away. We don't know what that feels like. We don't know what those thoughts are. And just like people around us don't know what it's like to lose a partner. And as weird it is that we share that connection, um, there's still two very different stories. We're still two very different people and we have three very different children. So put that in a blender and you get your own Milkshaker fucked up. No, <laughs> but we're trying to sort that out of, um, you know, how to handle each person's feelings, emotions, needs. And um, that genuine bond just isn't there um, for me as well as for E. He doesn't. So you, you, know, you haven't connected with each other. It's no, on both ends. Yeah. As much as like your own children. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it is it's hard like you know when uh, my my boys are so affectionate towards Eden like they like love him and I come some I sometimes get resentful of that that I look over and I'm like why has that you know just like well it's as hard as as bad as this is to say Mm. and like you know sexist and all I'm not huge on that but I'm gonna say it I would imagine that it would be easier for Eden to connect to two boys when they go dirt bike riding and watch rugby together and that than it is for a boy to connect with another woman. Yeah, especially one that's not like mushy. Yeah, exactly. So I would, I can imagine that that is a harder dynamic than your boys. Like, Eden's just like, let's go out and play the dirt. Yeah. The boys are like, yeah. But like, you're like, and then I'm like, who does your fucking washing? Who yeah. makes your dinner? It's me. Yeah, you're it's like, let's me. do your angel cards, Easton. <laughs> Let's see what the future holds for us. But, you know, and that we've had that conversation too where I'm like, you know, do you tell them when you get in the car that I made their fucking sandwich today? Like, <laughs> did it taste good? Because Ash made it. I'm like, you have to implant that in their head too. It's not just like, oh, I'm the fun one. We go motorbike riding and we go into all this stuff. I'm like, I don't get the fun jobs. I get the mum jobs. And so where my boys are, you know, they love me regardless if I'm screaming at them or if I'm, you know, patting them. <laughs> exactly. So you're saying that like Eastern is your your trigger and then because you get like upset with how you feel as a person because how you feel about the situation, you then drink wine or you fight with Eden. Is that yeah. kind of what happens? So Eden and I have gotten through the fighting stage. We don't fight anymore about this and that probably came, well, like nearly like two years of therapy really um, that now for me, so what used to happen is that I just used to be like break up with Eden. Like, I don't want to do this. This is too hard. My life's hard enough. Like, I've got to focus on me, my children. Um, I don't have any more room for anyone else. And then um, what would actually, you know, then make me rethink about it is, you know, Eden is my, like, reward. Like, he makes me feel really good. And am I prepared to ditch something well, not ditch something, ditch him for, you know, something that may work out in the future. But then we had the conversations 
Two, that what if this doesn't work out? What if like each year we progress thinking that it's going to change and this like non-connected relationship never actually ends up connecting? And then we've spent years of living in this environment trying to fix it and it doesn't. And I have some people that are on social media that are, you know, are more mature than me and they um, like not just like by age, not like you know, <laughs> mentally, there's probably a few of them out there too, um, where they're like, it does get easier, you know, stick with it. And But sometimes when you're in that phase and that mindset, you're just like, ugh, shut up. Like I just want someone to say like, yeah, just, just ditch it. But I'm glad that I don't because yeah. like you have to stick with it. No relationship is easy. Yeah, exactly. Like. All right, so you've invented something, Ash. What's it yeah, called? Yeah, well, it's just a combination of different things that I've been learning about habits and it's kind of like called the 7-Eleven. So and this is your own name? Well, yeah. Cute. But I, you know how I love a name. So <laughs> I it, love a name too. Yeah. So it's 11 things that you can do seven days a week to help create good habits. Okay. So create a routine and stick to it. Start small and build on it. Remember, a good morning routine starts at night. So for me, going to bed early ensures that I get up early in the morning. So early, early. If you wake up, if you go to bed late, you wake up late. And it could also be like putting your gym clothes out on the bed, ready to go for the morning so that you don't have an excuse. And I used to roll my eyes at that, but I actually do it every morning because now that- Yeah, sorry. (laughs) So when I get dressed every morning, it's there and it takes that extra like bit out where I'm like, oh, well, you know, I have to do this and I have to do that. Oh, I'll be able to find my sports bra, I just won't go. (laughs) And um, one of my my main things that I do every morning, which anyone that knows me well is like something I've preached for ages and I actually saw it in my archive memories of my stories is to make your bed every day. And I don't know if I've touched on it on a podcast before. I always do that. It completely changes your mindset. 100%. So I am going to find my little archive story. It's something that even I have male friends that text me photos of their beds being made because I've had like drunk conversations to them and they're like, I'm trying to get my shit to go. I'm like, start by making your bed. So true. And you'll feel great. You know, move your body. Number two, sorry, move your body. Find your thing. Do not press snooze. Whatever it is, get up, get dressed, get going. So it can be meditation. It can be yoga. For me, it's my beach walks. Just do something for a small amount of time in the morning and it will get your juices going. (laughs) Um, Number three, control control your consumption. You spoke about this before. Um, This is for all areas, screen time, news, alcohol, treats, even friends. Too much time with some neghead friends can start (laughs) to like really affect your mental state and then sends you into some bad habits. Five, stay connected, whether it's with family, friends, online communities that make you feel good. Find your people. For me, a lot of my friends aren't into what I'm into anymore. So I'm making new friends, which I used to have the mindset, I don't, I don't got time for friends. I've already got friends. And now if I, if I don't have these new people in my life, I feel like I'm not discussing things that are important to me and that are actually helping me grow. Like I'm not saying my friends are holding me back because they're so supportive of everything I do, but there are specific friends in my life now that I go to for specific things. Yeah, not everybody understands everything. And even like if you're scared to get out there, like even online forums and Facebook pages where people have like similar interests where you can chat online and yeah. talk to people about that there's kind of stuff. There's a big wide world out there and there's lots of people to connect with. Exactly. Um, eat and drink well. This will support the way you feel and stacking habits. So if you exercise, it's going to motivate you to eat well. That is called stacking habits to create a good ripple effect, piggyback a good habit with another good habit. So eating well and moving two habits, they give you a better result in the end. Uh, Number seven, give lots of grace. Be gentle with yourself and others. So the simple version of that is just be a kind human. 
Like, you know, if you can see that someone's going through a hard time, you know, reach out, be supportive, give them um, the support that they need and do the same for yourself. You know, don't be you'd be like, I should be doing this and I should be doing that because that will send you down. Um, what's the, you know, I love a saying, send you down the something path. Anyway. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, even just back on that one, yeah. it's like, I think that one of the, the hardest things with forming a habit, and I, sp- I do this especially, is like you break it one day and you're like, oh, I'm yeah. off the wagon. I won't eat healthy till Monday now. Yeah. You know? and, and it's like, everyone it's this, Tuesday. Just start again know, on Wednesday. Everyone has this Monday mentality and I wanted to yeah. do this cleanse and I was like, okay, so I can't do it this weekend because I've got a party to go to and then I'm not going to feel well on the Sunday so I'll start on the Monday. Everyone has this Monday thing. You're better off just starting now yeah. if you break it start again I'll just wait for the new year guys. yeah I know it's not the old new year's <laughs> but apparently it's like uh, in a book that I read it's it's not about pre- perfection so if progress you, if, yeah so it's if you miss it once that's fine but if you miss it twice then you're forming a habit yes of missing it so yeah and making excuses like, yeah, don't exactly. make excuses just get going um this one actually reminds me of you miss Cartner. is find your go-to feel good e.g music so yes. when you do your dance, dance it, it off, out. dance it out, um, that is something that you are doing that if you're feeling funky, it's going to um, flip it and make you feel good. So exactly. find your thing. Um, you know, protect the asset. You are the asset. Fight for your own well-being. That's recharge. You know, you can't pour from an empty cup. You've heard it all before. You know, if the oxygen masks come down, make sure you can breathe first and then <laughs> go around and help others. Um, number 10, focus on the things you can control, which is your effort and your attitude. So you may not be able to control situations, but you can control how you react to them. Number 11, hunt joy. It's a choice. You will find it even if it feels hard. So considering I got the joy card today, I was like, oh, that's so weird that I'm starting and finishing with that. Yeah, I think a lot of those things like a just real common sense, but sometimes you really have to make a considered effort to make habits. It's not as easy as just like get up in the morning and I'll do it. You have to like go out of your way to put your best foot forward so that when it's time for that habit to happen. So say for instance, if you want to read I want to read every night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'd love put, to read every night. Put a book on your pillow in the morning so that when you come into bed at night, well, there's my book and that's a trigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Definitely. like, well, there it is and then you, you're in that routine. So it's about setting yourself up to make sure that you've got every circumstance ready to go so that you don't fall off the wagon and get into those negative patterns. Yeah. And, you know, when I when I started the podcast and I said, you know, that people say to me, you know, I don't know how you do it and da-da-da, that used to be really like, oh, like why are they saying that to me? And like the more I thought about it, it's I can do it because I do all this stuff. Even if I'm not perfect every day, I am trying very hard to find joy, to create joy, to move past the things that have happened, deal with them appropriately and, you know, create a better future for myself and for my babies. And, um, yeah, it's not easy and things like habits and creating. work at it. Yeah, you got to work, 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 work. And even when I'm saying like for good habits, you like put your book on your pillow or put your gym clothes out, whatever it is. It's the same with bad habits. Like this isn't relevant now because you have your your Get rid of the chips, Courtney. Yeah, but like. (laughs) For me, I used to always be like lazy when I go home and just get takeaway, you know, McDonald's or KFC or whatever. And before phones had credit cards on them, I would then put my wallet in my boot so I couldn't like yeah you're like you're the, the drive through you're like sorry I just need to get to my boot yeah <laughs> you're exactly. like I'm not doing so that it was like <laughs> stopping me from doing that bad habit so it's about I've seen other people as well like 
if they want to set up something where it's like I want to stop watching the TV at 7 o'clock every night, you can yeah. actually get timers for your electronic plug-in. So you plug it into the wall and on your app you say turn off at 7 uh-huh. and it will turn your TV off at 7 or turn your internet off at 7 so that then it's like, okay, well, that was my trigger. Now yeah. I, I can't watch TV yeah, anymore. That's a good one. I, You know, I have that on my phone. Like I had it with my Christmas tree lights so that my Christmas tree lights would go on when I got home every oh day at 5. Oh, my God. And <laughs> like, oh, look who's here in my tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's who like, doesn't love coming home to Christmas lights? Exactly. So I was thinking you could do it the same for like if you want to stop watching TV, you know, if you want to put your phone away, you know, all yeah. those kinds of things. You've got to like set up a little thing that's going to happen. So it's like, okay, yeah. now I've got to And do if it. you look, have an iPhone and you look into your settings, there's so many things in there now that can really help. Um, I have a bedtime app well not a bedtime app it's a setting in um the clock and I have it for what time I'm supposed to go to bed and what time I wake up so at like nine o'clock it goes ding 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 good night it's bedtime and then it goes in the morning it's like at five it goes ding 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 you are awake enjoy your day so (laughs) and then Eden's like oh bedtime (laughs) I'm like and you're coming like don't you stay awake you get in my good habits too (laughs) so what are your resources for this week um there is a book that I haven't read but I've heard a lot of people (laughs) recommend it because I'm not good at reading and there's not an audio version so (laughs) um it's called Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg Duhigg I'm not quite sure and then a little activity that I invented called the glad game so that's just basically about getting into a habit of being grateful which we've spoken about you have your morning ritual for me I sit down and write a few things that I can be um, grateful for express my gratitude which then sends me on my merry way for the day. And also I have Atomic Habits by James Clear, mm-hmm. which is just like I've downloaded amazing it. Amazing book I haven't gotten there habits. Yet. And it really goes into like the micro little things that you can do that you're like, well, I know how to form a habit. I'm just like a lazy. You think that? And it's like there's no, a whole book on forming a habit. Like I get it. You just repeat the same thing every day. But no, there's so much more that goes into it. So I found that book to be like they say it's a revolutionary system to get 1% better every day and it really teaches you how to do that and I really recommend it. Mm-hmm. And my little quote for the episode is motivation gets you going, discipline keeps you going. Are you doing a quote every episode now? Is that yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in there. No oh, warning. That's nice. <laughs> and um, if you – We have homework this week? Yeah, we do. We have a little activity here for the homework and um, it it's about recognising your triggers in case people are listening like, I don't know what my triggers is. Like how do I figure out that? So um, get a pen and paper and, you know, write down when I am triggered by – so the five triggers can be what we referred back to. Location, people, mm, Emotional those. state. Um, which are not changeable. Your triggers are not changeable. You, they are just things that are always going to be there and that's completely fine. Um, so when I am triggered by, I currently insert your routine. So you can change and tweak your routines. Um, but uh, And then because it provides me with the reward. So that can also be changed and tweaks to get a better outcome. So if it's good routine, you could improve it to get an even better outcome or you're just happy the way it is. And if it's a bad habit, we'll then go through and list how you can tweak this to get a better outcome. Love that. Yeah. I think I might do that for something this week, trying to figure out what else I need to change. Yeah. Always working on something. Well, it's a good thing to be doing. So, and just like every week, we have a With Love Ash prize. Ooh, what do we got this week? Well, actually, it's the fabulous James Cosmetics. They have Ooh. some new, um, what are they called? Full face, face masks. Full face masks. They're amazing. I haven't used the two new ones, but are the, are the last one that was released or how, where do you say that? What's the? Launch. Launch. Know, yeah. That was amazing. They've been out of stock for a while, but they're 
in stock now. Yes. They are like so like on your face. Like so I much just hydration. Like, yeah, oh, it's so amazing and I feel like 10 years younger when I use them. So what are they called? So the, there's also three different kinds. Mm-hmm. So the one that um, probably we'll do is the Hydrate and Firm Mask mm-hmm. giveaway. So yep. we'll do that. Maybe we'll chuck in an eye mask as well Ooh, just for good I love measure. That. Um, and so what do I have to do? You tell them, Miss Connie. <laughs> Okay, guys, so what we're going to get you to do is share this week's podcast on your Insta story. So either screenshot it or you can, you know, take a video of you listening to it, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, tag with Love Ash. And James Cosmetics. And James Cosmetics. Sounds good. Make sure that you're following with Love Ash as well and that will be your entry into it and there'll be a lucky winner that we will send those prizes out to. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in. Just remember we are all flawed but we are also fucking fabulous. This podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. To stay up to date with me, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review and follow me on Instagram at Love Ash.